I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Welcome everybody to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I the Most High, Chris, and I'm with my tag team partner CT, aka Chitty Bang. We are here live at Avenger Towers Two. Y'all know what it is. What's up, CT? I'm good. I'm good. It's what's been a, what's been going on with you, dog? What's going on? What's going on? Um, I'm actually I'm actually pretty good. Nothing really is, is, is going on as far as uh, life. I'm just working on some stuff. Some new, new, new things I got going on. Uh, you know, just keeping it trill, keeping it G. Keeping it G, keeping, keeping it trill, as my man yeah. said. You dig? Uh, well, I just want to let everybody uh, know. Yeah, well, 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 yeah, let everybody. This is going on. And if y'all saw, <laughs> uh, I got to shout out Rich. I got to shout out my boy, the Most High Chris, for copping this lovely fourth rope Owen Hart hoodie. It's the pink and black intact right now on Reasonable Wrestling. You got the Jim Nightheart fourth rope gear. I got the Owen Hart uh, fourth rope gear. Yo, guys, go check it out on Instagram. We got it on there, and hopefully we can. We'll see if we post it. Yo, you know, <laughs> y'all gonna see. Yo, shout out to Westside Gun. Yo, send us some more shit. Yo, so yeah. we can. You know what I mean? Like the official the official podcast of Fourth Rope. You know what How I mean? How are you doing? Because I know you had a pretty good week of wrestling. Uh, a pretty we good. we don't get into it right now, but weren't you? No, I mean, no. And it, yeah, Reasonable Wrestling was definitely uh, at NXT. Um, if y'all don't know, now you know. Go ahead and check us out mm-hmm. on our social medias. We're on Twitter, RW Podcast One. Uh, most of the footage that I put up was on our Instagram, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Mm-hmm. Also on Facebook, so go check that out. Um, we're also on YouTube, where this show's going to eventually be at once I ever do some fucking edits, man. I got like, I got oh, like Lord, two weeks of computer, edits, man. Once I get my computer <laughs> and I get some Adobe, I got you, fam. Yo, so you know what I mean? But no, nah, man, follow us wherever social media can be, you know what I mean, can be found or whatever the fuck we was going to say. Um, mm-hmm. But wrestling, wrestling has been, you know, it's been, it's been what it was, you know what I mean? Uh, wrestling's we, been... Like a roller coaster. It's been Honestly, a roller coaster. Like, been listen, roller coaster. we recorded last week, and before we were, and I don't know, man. It's hard because when we recorded last week, Saturday, the very next day on Sunday, shit popped off that we should have talked about on the podcast, mm-hmm. which we will. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I, I want y'all to stay tuned for that. But um, from from Saturday to Saturday, 
So much shit happened in the world of wrestling. We won't fucking waste any more time with pleasantries, talking about shit other than wrestling. Um, usually what we do with this podcast, this is your first time hearing this, man. We talk about shit that matters to us. So if y'all listening to us, hopefully y'all have the same sensibilities that we have. Um, and if you watch wrestling like we watch wrestling... Go just fucking watch this shit. Don't come to us for reviews. Watch this shit, man. You feel me? Go out there and watch it. But if you want a reasonable take, you can if you want a reasonable wrestling, bro. If you yo, shut up, and, and I want to do do that too, man. Um, the people who who we have a discourse with, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, on on Twitter, um, and shit like that. Like, continue, man. We're gonna continue to call out shit. Yeah, you know I mean, like for sure. Like first off, we're gonna get right into it. Like SmackDown. Let's go. A lot of niggas was talking real greasy about Saudi. I was talking real greasy about Saudi. Real (laughs) greasy about Saudi. I'll say right now. I was talking real greasy about Saudi. And then off the top, business happened with creative. Uh Uh-huh. And it presented the best SmackDown of the fucking, of Of all time. Of the year. I would say. I'm not going to say of all time. SmackDown That's, celebrated 20 years this year. There. It was the best SmackDown of... Ew, I know we just said we'll give him reasonable takes. This is reasonable <laughs> as a motherfucker, dog. That was the best SmackDown of all time, dog. Yo, but I mean, honestly, I mean, I think I killed Crown Jewel and rightfully so, but I got to give them credit where credit is due. They were f- faced with a, a circumstance where they were... Uh, they left their niggas at in, in Saudi, Vince and them. They had like half of their roster back in Saudi Arabia. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. But they were put in a position where they had to pivot and they had to be creative. They were forced to be creative. WWE was forced because they had to figure something out. And it happened that at Crown Jewel, they announced this virus series going to be Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. And we wonder how that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Especially with NXT having their own intricate storylines that they're creating right now. Uh, they're interweaving. Like, you know, um, shout out to Corey Graves, man. And we talk about how influential we want to be with podcasts. WWE is on a wave, man. After the Bell podcast, I think it got some legs. They're on the wave. I think it got some legs, man. A little bit man. short to the game, but they have money behind it, so it's going to go. You can never be short and, to the game and, when and, you're the E, dog. <laughs> <laughs> But um, shout out to Corey Graves. Yeah, but I do I, think I, that his podcast is gonna ha, is gonna be very successful. But I, I brought that if up. If he's be, being completely real on there well, and just talk, you know, talking to these guys and just, they could be genuine. Well, I brought that up because Triple H, you know, this this ties in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the business of wrestling, right? They go to Saudi. You know, stuff is happening in Saudi, uh, and the fact that the fact that NXT has built up the equity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the, you know, Triple H talks about how how hard that took. You know, the slow burn. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not to mention, I hate, I don't, I don't want to bring up competition at this point in time, but like s- sustainability really, 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 really matters. It does. It took NXT six, bro. Breaking so characters. Uh, uh, um, like, like we, like, man, everything Talent that came through exactly, there, uh, the production it grew over time. You look, go back and look at the first NXT show, yes, and, and, and the first takeover. I was blown away by it, but look Bro, at it now—they're in the same building and it shot it's so so much better. In, oh my so goodness, much better. And, and so for them to have the like, like, like the you know, no pun intended, the stock invested mm-hmm. in themselves 
to where an emergency, like this was emergency savings account. Yeah, it was an emergency. Bro, savings this account. was an like, emergency oh, savings account, bro. We've been waiting for this, and, and uh, those guys at NXT. I, like you guys, if you guys listen to the podcast, I am a huge NXT mark. I'm not gonna be uh, a little bit. I'm not gonna try to be cool about that. I'm a huge NXT mark. I, I buy in a hundred percent. So this was a very very enjoyable SmackDown to me as as a fan. But the reason why I bring that up is because. The reason why they can get those reactions when they come out there is because that took time. That took time for them to, to, to grow this, this organization, and now they have a viable, what they wanted ECW to be, they have a viable third brand in NXT that has a whole different vibe and feel. Yo, and shout out to fucking Buffalo, dog. I know we, we weren't West Side Gunner. Buffalo got it. Like, WWE put Buffalo in a situation like, Glenn, it's already done. We already mm-hmm. sold those tickets. But they're on Fox now. This is big time. You, you shoot it. You sell it out or whatever the case, whatever the numbers is. But the crowd made the appearances matter more. Uh-huh. That's true. Knowing who Tommaso Champ is That's mattered. True. No Popping, bro, as soon as... Adam Cole, baby, went up. I know Vince McMahon shit money. Like, yeah. he shitted out money. Mm-hmm. He came money, dog. <laughs> he jerked off for the dollar bills. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how far removed Vince is from NXT product, but uh, when for him to see them in a big arena and them uh, deliver the way they did, I'm sure that he's like, oh, okay, I got to pull some of these guys out of there. But, but that's get, what Triple H was talking about in the, in the After the Pro Bell podcast. He built up the equity now to where he where it's a I need this person. Triple A steps up to him and say, "How are you going to use him?" Yeah, yeah. And, and at that point, that's where we got with NXT, where we needed it to be. Because mm-hmm. now we have three brands where it's not just uh, you being called up; it's you're being just traded, uh, like legitimately traded. Exactly, from NXT Raw, exactly. Traded from NXT to SmackDown. Um, uh, I'm really curious to see what, what next week's SmackDown, because this SmackDown was lit. Um, I don't want to get into the specifics necessarily. but Why? I do, no, I mean, no, I mean, we can. We can. I'm all for it. But I, I mean, do, was uh, there high spots from SmackDown that make you interested for next week? I know for sure for me. My but, high spot from SmackDown was Bianca Belair beating down <laughs> uh, Dana Brooks' ass backstage. That was a real beatdown. Now, you know how I love my beatdowns. I'm like, yo, Becky Lynch, you got to do better beatdowns. Can't even last with us. Do better beatdowns. Like, what the fuck was that shit? All all, all these fake-ass punches, and you're a UFC fighter. That was a... Baby, bro, Bianca was laying it in, dog. She was laying it in, dog. Bitch press Carmella. Also, obviously, seeing Matt Riddle on NXT, I mean, on SmackDown, I just had a big grin on my face seeing him there. Bro, you have um, no idea, man. Oh, my gosh. I just you know, love seeing Matt. Bro, and um, seeing Swerve and Leo at the end yeah. with Triple H. Like, we just, you know, with Triple H saying we got to create an army mm-hmm. and hugging fucking Leo, a guy that mm-hmm. was ridiculed or, or, or ostracized or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or Shane Strickland being there, Bianca being in the ring, Keith Lee being, mm-hmm. in, the room, being in the ring, like, that representation or that matters for the talent knowing that if you do work hard enough, that's there for you. Absolutely. But let's go back to the first uh, the first uh, NXT uh, beatdown. And that was the one and only 
Queen of Spades. Shayna Baszler. That was, a, out there that was my first pop of the night, dog. Destroying, baby. <laughs> and I was like, here we go. Here we go. This is exactly what I wanted to see. Um, I'm, I'm a huge Shayna Baszler fan. Um, seeing Shayna Baszler put in the stage and have that moment uh, was great because I think that Shayna Baszler checks all the boxes where it comes to a uh, superstar. And I want to talk a little bit more about checking all the boxes as a superstar a little bit later. But Shayna Baszler has an image. She has a vibe to her. She can work in the ring and she can talk. Uh, she's a legitimate star. Uh, seeing her destroy Bailey and then later on in the line, just seeing just NXT, just Wreck House, it was something different. It was something new. It's something we didn't expect. And that's all we can ask for as wrestling fans. It's something that's entertaining to that aspect. But what I want to say is we're NXT fans. I wonder if it resonated with the people who are not that familiar with NXT. I think it did, because that's something they didn't see either. So I think if you lean in on your hardcore wrestling fans, when you're com- coming from your creative point of view, maybe, just maybe, we won't be killing WWE every single week when it comes to creative. You know what I mean? When it, when it, when it, comes, to, when it comes to creative, you have to say, all right, we have our fans who are, are less, less, less in the know. We have our fans who are very much in the know. Sorry, guys. Uh, uh, you know, and um, you have to, you gotta, you gotta build from the bottom. You gotta go from your core fans and say, okay, if you keep them entertained, trust me, everybody else will follow. I feel you with that, but let me go ahead and counter. Uh, let me go ahead and counter that with um, as 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 we see, or I, I wanna, I won't counter. I would agree. I would say. As we see the core fans like us getting our our our, our fancies tickled, pause. That's what she said. My thing is, is that a lot of our indie darlings necessarily don't do great business if not presented well. That's the thing, though. You gotta be presentable, and and, and, I, and I, well, you know, let me just get right into it now because this speaks to something I I, I had a I had a kind of epiphany when it comes to, and it, it's probably not a crazy hot take, but yo, like, for instance, Ricochet. I've been talking about on the podcast how the superhero thing. I see, it, I get it, I understand it. It's very marketable to children. It's very marketable to people who who want to believe in a, a, a higher, you know, a, a superpower. You know, like oh man, he can do all these cool things, but. If he gets, if he puts, he's put in a position where he's just all shucks babyface as a superhero. <laughs> how much do we believe in all shucks, all shucks babyface? We don't. Even the kids, like they can just say, you know, what we like Ricochet for is his work in the ring. But you need three things to be a superstar. And Ricochet, mind you, he's a once in a generation talent. I'm, I honestly think Ricochet is one of the most talented people on the roster. We got people like Ricochet. We got people like Cesaro, who are super, some of the most talented people on the roster. Now, what you need to do, what you need to look at in superstardom is, hey, can this guy, uh, can, can he work in the ring? Obviously, they got that. They took that box. Can the guy um, talk in the mic? We've seen in Ricochet that Ricochet can, can, can put words together in NXT on the mic. He can now, put words together, but can he do a program? I absolutely think he can do a program. We, saw, think, with, think, we saw with Velveteen Dream. We I, saw with John Gargano. Vel- I think Velvet, Velveteen carried that. And that's why, and that's, and I don't want to, I don't want to poke holes into your shit, and I want to no, let you finish. No, go ahead, no, no, let, poke holes into it. Ricochet uh, is one of the things I wanted to talk about when I say I wanted to get at people on the show, and I didn't really want to, you know, get at people, but 
OG Johnny Five from the A Show. You know what I mean? Like I I listen to him, and you know I ain't gonna say I respect his opinion, but I listen to it. You feel me? Um, and like you know, he was tweeting as like you know Ricochet is the bet is the next up babyface, and like I just ret- I retweet and I'm like, can he talk? He can. I, I, he, you I, just can't put him with lines that are like, you know what, underdog. He has to come out as a guy who's like, I'm better than you, but I'm, but it's still baby, babyface. Because he did that in NXT. It's the exact same character in NXT where it's like, hey, he's a, he's a confident babyface who's confident in his abilities. And when he comes out here, he's like, listen, I can do things in this ring that nobody... His angle with Cesaro, for, for, for example. That angle should have been, I can do things in this ring that you, got, you can't do. And Cesaro would be like, what? I can do things in this ring that you can do. And it should be a competition. And best of seven, best of five. It could have been something that they can talk about. Uh, and then, you know, you know how just good old no, wrestling I, I get with you. feud. I feel, I feel and what then you, you respect Ricochet, not only just for his work, but the you. fact that he has he believes in himself. Yes. How do you okay. believe in a superhero that doesn't believe in himself? Okay. I'm not going to buy into Ricochet coming out as uh, Captain whoever and me, me personally, but a kid will. And okay, I guess so. so cool but I think he... So here's the reason why I say this because Ricochet honestly can be a, a universal champion one now, day. Now, quick question: WWE champion one day. Do you see that now in Adam Cole since he beat DB clean in the ring? The leader of the undisputed. What you said, someone, the, a person like him with the charisma and the work, everything that is unqu- everything that we semi have questions about with Ricochet. There's mm-hmm. no question right, about right. Adam Cole. Even even the work I, rate in oh, the <laughs> ring. No, it was, yeah, it, like, was, it was a great, it was a classic match, honestly. Adam Cole and Johnny, um, not, not Johnny, Adam Cole and um, Dan Bryan is a dream match. And we got to see it, and it did not, and I, when, when dream matches live up to the hype, come on, there's nothing else we can say as wrestling fans. That match lived up to the hype. When it comes to Adam Cole, I think that we just need to get him to see I want to see Adam Cole separate himself from this undisputed I- image for t- just a tad. Not separate from the group, but elevate himself above the group because I see him as a talent that is big time. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I see him so as a guy that, who can be an opportunist. A, was this a be, step forward? Absolutely, it was a step forward. However, I, when I saw it, <laughs> I would have had Daniel Bryan win. Oh. I, know, I know this is crazy. <laughs> I know this is crazy. And this is not a shout out Adam Cole. This is a shot. It's not a shot. This is because I loved it. What they did too. But me as a creative, I'm like, yo, what would have? What would people be talking about if Daniel Bryan won the match and then put on an NXT shirt? If he actually joined NXT? If he actually sat there and was like, you know what, Triple H, I'm gonna shake your hand and I'm part, and I'm part of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna come down there and, and build this brand because I I see I see that people working people here working hard and this is where wrestling truly is. You know, that's what I was thinking. And it will tell a story where Adam Cole, where he would have to um, find a way to get the championship. Some also champion could be like, "Yo, you lost Goldie." It would cost. There were so many questions that I would that would that would have created. So that's how I look at it. And I would have put it into maybe a triple threat feud going down the line at the next takeover. And if you want to bring Daniel Bryan back up and somehow or whatever down the line, I just think that would have then gave NXT a boost, not just as a brand, but in the ratings and all that shit. Because yeah. Daniel Bryan is a face that. People recognize. Now I hear you with that, and and I will. And I, I mean, if, even I Adam got, got the title back, and he did through nefarious means. I don't mean to cut you off, but um, I would. I mean, Dan's telling a story, you know, and, and his and it was, it's a switch for Adam Cole to go to another gear of, of nefarious action. No, he doesn't no, come no, out no, as yeah. a real heel sometimes. He, he comes up as a baby face because everybody loves the guy. So fucking good. <laughs> <man. laughs> 
Yeah. You know? No, I, I definitely, I, I hear you when you say that because um, the dynamic of the match was crazy. Daniel worked a, a heel match. Um, Adam Cole was the baby face. Adam Cole worked from underneath. Uh, even the finish was kind of, um, um, even the finish clean. to me, it was clean, but it came out of nowhere. Because Dan no, was, Dan was, Dan was, the, was fucking dominating that match. I disagree that it came out of nowhere. I think that the, the, he did the super kick and then he, no, he hit him, he hit him with like three moves and I was like, oh, Adam's winning. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He, no, the sequence to the, the, the sequence to the end of the match, I'm not saying was Did you think Dan was going to win? No, what I'm saying is, is that okay? So when I when when I look, when I used to went on scripts for MLW, it would give the percentage of who's supposed to be over in the match. To me, it definitely looked like it was sixty forty Daniel Bryan, as it should be. I, I don't okay. Yeah, as it should be. Okay. Yeah, it's Daniel Bryan. He's on SmackDown. He, he we know him. He he's a veteran. This underdog. I mean, because they're booking NXT as like this. Um, Insurgents, you know, and, and, and Adam Cole is, you know, they looked at him as developmental, you know. Now they're not developmental, you know. So it's kind of telling that story in the match even. It's like Adam Cole's a new guy who's this guy that's, okay, Dan Bryan's kind of, you know, dominating the match. Dan Bryan did a freaking tope suicida, landed in his chair. It was kind of a dope moment. You, you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Dope. That was um, But it was a great match, you know. Um, it, was good. It, was, it was a really great, great smack. I just can't say enough about it. Speaking um, of good writing, though, I can't talk about SmackDown. Without talking about how, and this is the connectivity uh, or, or the continuity that we asked for. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt wins the championship at Saudi. Bray Wyatt, or the, or the Fiend wins it at Saudi. Mm-hmm. That's the Universal Championship. That's the Raw title. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar is already the champion on SmackDown because they got dropped it to SmackDown. We wanted to know. How WWE was going to get themselves out of Separate, the pickle. Yeah, of having the title on different brands. The very first segment of SmackDown was so well written, so well produced, so well delivered. I have to give credit to Paul Heyman. Declaring Brock Lesnar quitting SmackDown so he can go on the hunt. <laughs> to beat the shit out of Rey Mysterio <laughs> was fantastic, bruh. Bruh, that nigga said, that nigga was like, oh, he over there? That's where I we quit. going, nigga. That's exactly where we going, nigga. So, nah, like, it was dope. Um, it was good. Like I said before, I want to see Bray on Raw. I think he's, I don't know, just, Bray just feels like he should be on Raw with the Fiend gimmick. But... I'm all for Brock being all wrong. And then I think that somehow they got to bring Brock back. And, you know, I know you were talking earlier with the Daniel Bryan thing. You are like, they can't take him to NXT because you said to me earlier, off off the show. But uh, he said to me earlier, they have Brock going to Raw. And I'm like, damn, you know, you're right. They have Brock on Raw. They need that star and Daniel Bryan over there. However, I would have rather been Bray somehow. I really do. I would have rather Bray somehow. I don't know. Find find a way back to Raw. My 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 only thing. My thing about it is is that I wanted to let people know that we wouldn't still be watching wrestling. Out of everything that we're going to talk about too in Business Logic and with Booking Black, we wouldn't still be watching wrestling if WWE never seemed to fucking find themselves out of places that we didn't think they could. 
We give them shit all the time about creative, about writing, and how things should be better, how things should have went this way, or I would have done it that way. But when backs are against the wall, or how they're going to be able to pivot, how they're going to be able to tell a story, they find a way. Now, they want. this makes me want to tune back in. This makes me want to wait till Monday, have Brock, because first of all, now my thing is too, and another thing crazy, Doug. They were on Buffalo. They was just in Saudi on Thursday and Buffalo on Friday. And then next Friday, they're going to be in the UK. Mm-hmm. My thing is, is, like, you got to have people that are willing to do that travel. Mm-hmm. You got to have people willing to make that sacrifice for mm-hmm. the business. You know what I mean? The Universal Champion, the Universal Championship was off Raw so much, Raw still functioned. They can do that. They can have a title not on TV. Mm-hmm. SmackDown can't. Right now? Right Not not right now. It's a month into this new brand. Okay. Nah. A, a title. So what's Raw become? Because without Brock there, it becomes the place where guys are just having good matches. Well, I mean, at, at the end of the day, what's wrong with that? I mean, that's, I mean, fine. That, that's, that's what, fine. That's what SmackDown was. Yeah, at, you know, true. at the at the inca- the incarnation of SmackDown, uh-huh. Raw was respectable. SmackDown was a place where you had great matches. Also, right now, so Raw is a place where young talent is at right now. That's true, and that's why I'm saying that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So Raw Raw is the place where the developmental is happening at this moment. If at you were this, to say that exactly, yeah. and that's my reasonable take on that. I mean, you I feel mean, me? Like that's, it's, that's, it's, it's, it depends how you look at it, but I didn't see this. Honestly, puts them on a new level. It did as far as the way you position them. However, if you're not paying the guys the way you should be paying them, then is it really uh, looked at as developmental? Because at the end of the day, these guys are working. No, I'm saying raw and right I hear that, now. I hear raw, that they, raw is right now developmental. Is what I'm no, saying. I know, but reason why I'm saying is like I'm, I'm comparing them to NXT. Like at this point, if you're looking at raw as creatively developmental, I'm looking at it as as far as you now put NXT at this. Plateau, where people are talking about their, their third brand, that means you got to pay these wrestlers because I think they made this jump to you to uh, USA, and they, some of them got money and some of them didn't, and some people were kind of mad. I think that's what I think that what went back went down, and I think that's I heard a story that they haven't paid people, they have made a jump in like the like. But what that has to do? What does that have to do with the business of Raw being the developmental stage of 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 intro, uh, introductory talent? NXT is no longer that. I think right now. Also, you want to position Raw as like people that, that, that's there. right, right, right. This, where, this is where Herberto Camellia, Camellia. This is where the Street Profits is. This is where the Viking Raiders is at. This is where Ricochet is at. This is where new stars are being uh, ah, uh, are being yeah. elevated. I got you, as, but uh, you got to pay the guys who are in NXT like stars. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I, I mean, my thing is, is that's that what I'm trying to say. You do unless. It, Unless the money's... The, listen, NCAA is the same way, dog. Listen, NCAA got new money from ESPN, ABC, Fox, mm-hmm. but they don't pay the institutions to pay the players. So, you know what I mean? Like, it, it all depends on how the... It all depends on how the, the, the money is trickled down. You know what I mean? Like, if I... If, if I signed you before this Fox deal, if I signed you before we got a Billy, I mean, at 150000 then we'll, 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 we'll reconvene in two, three years. But I'm not just giving you money. That's not how businesses work. 
Jeff Bezos right now is a billionaire and doesn't pay, like, again, doesn't pay his people health care. You know what I mean? Like, so, regardless of the exposure that NXT is now getting, I think that that then until, that then will translate to more money. That translates to more house, uh, house money or gate money. That translates to more merchandise. That translates now into more um, interest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Interest creates dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at this point in time, I signed you at 150 because you were only doing month tapings down at NXT that was debuted on the network. That's $10 a month. Okay. You know what I mean? So I, I, I not like, and that goes to the Saudi thing too. Like we're gonna now move into Saudi. We did Friday of Saudi, uh, business and logic of Saudi. Because my thing is, a lot of people are looking at Saudi like you did, as far as like being blood money and mm-hmm. uh, a scum show and stuff like that. But we look at the evolution of what's happening right now in real time. Yeah. This is the second year of a five-year deal with Saudi Arabia. And this is the fourth show out of the ten shows that was scheduled. Okay. Out of the four, the in four shows, we now had our first women's show. Yes. In Saudi, so my thing is is like, in due time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, and that yeah. goes back to the money thing. Okay. You know what I mean, yeah. and, you know, in due time. You. you know what I mean, yeah, in due and, time. And, you know what I mean. Time. Yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, with Saudi, it's it's. Uh, it's, it's progress, you know. As much as you want to say with Crown Jewel, I was shitting on it because I just I'm just not with it. But I do think for that moment, in the long run, it's worth it. You know, in the long run, it's worth it if it's making real change. And that's what that's what life is. Uh, and it's, sometimes it's scummy and it looks scummy. It's like the security test of like how companies should be. And and I get it when you when you gotta do business. But me, I'm I'm on the side of creativity. I'm on the side of like, hey. And also treating people with respect and not doing things that go against a certain moral standard. Well, I and mean, the way they move in their business has just not been. Well, do you want to? I mean, we're right here at Saudi. We can. The, the main point of the show of Saudi Arabia, Fiend won the Universal title. Yeah. Natalia and Lacey Evans had the first ever women's match in Saudi Arabia, and Cain Velasquez tapped out. The OC also is the best tag team in the world. Outside of that, nothing really else on the car stuck out. But the, what you just said organically leads into the topic of the week. Our book in black, morality of yeah. wrestling. What does uh, The encompassing question of what does wrestling offer you? We see what it just did in Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. What does it do, what does it do to the to the to the to the culture, as we say, yeah, for sure. Exactly. You know what I mean, like so. Yeah. You know, and if a lot of people don't know what we're talking about, and I don't mean to, you know, shorten CT on Saudi, but I know he had no, his thoughts. No, no, and I know no, he no, didn't no, no, no. I, no. I'm ready. Yeah. To, I know we can go because uh, I know you're talking about with uh, what happened with Jordan Miles, and we had a real emotional like reaction to what for happened sure. with Jordan Miles and the T-shirt seen him initially. Uh, you know, news came out that. It's, you know, that he saw it. You know, I'm hearing some shit that, you know, that maybe he saw, but then they changed it. Uh, Triple H said more, let it be more teeth. I don't know what's going on, but as far as it goes with the t-shirt situation, it's shouldn't have happened. Should have never fucking happened initially. Real bad idea. Real bad idea. But if it happened through it, 
legitimately being them not understanding the culture, then where do we sit on it? Like, if, if, if it's a complete error of lack of people understanding and trying to learn our culture, My. then, because the way it happened wasn't like, he, I, if, he, if he didn't see, like, a copy of it, because even Booker T said, I've never seen a t-shirt come, t-shirt come out that they haven't shown me first. So if well, he saw that's, it first, that's, 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 and they changed it, that's, that's, it's a different. That's, a, that's, that's not necessarily true for all people. Because I, I, I specifically remember uh, one of the Forgotten Sons speaking about it on Twitter as well, saying that, uh, uh, I'm paraphrasing, he said, it's funny that I don't know that I have merch and have to find out from my fans that I have merch. Oh, okay. Buy my merch. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like so, so like it is not privy that everybody has the same type of you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so I'm a, you know, um, you know, we have a certain relationship with and Matt they're and they're selling your image. If they're selling your image, you should know for one. You should you should have the control to decide how it's presented. And two, you gotta Give them some ownership over this merch, and I'm sure they do have some ownership. But it's like you know, I don't, I don't think. See, that's where I think that, that if you're gonna go there, like, to what degree does the company say, "Oh, we're gonna sell your image, but we already own your image"? But that's not their. That's the thing. That's not their image. That that's not during my like like Albert owns ACH. Like yeah, he came, sure. he came in like yeah. he can't. So that's why he's formally known as ACH because. I need to be able to do as such with you while you're under this umbrella. Exactly. He's a need, Jordan Miles, honestly. And I think I, the ACH could go could go elsewhere. If you talking about Buck and Black, after this, do you do you how do you deal with it? You know, how do you honestly say yes, I'm gonna continue to work for you after this? If he feels that way. You know, I and at this point, um I'm not sure you know how, how much of it it's it's uh well, for um, a lot of people, a lot of people are kind of <coughs> calling this speculation the genuineness of his actions um, due to the fact that he's retracted some things. He's retracted some statements. He deleted some stuff. Um, he spoke ill of some people. Okay. He doesn't take that back. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and you know, the... the my thing is, is that dead ass. If I'm a black person, I got a problem with a black person. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say something about that black person. Now, if it's attacking his character, and I haven't said it to that black person, then as a man, then I feel like that I may be wrong in that approach. I have to, I have to man up and directly approach that person and tell him how I feel about him. Yeah. But I'm not sugarcoating shit if I feel that way about him. Okay. You feel me? Yeah. Like, if I feel like a nigga of mine, you know, um, and I know a lot of people say, like, yeah, I'll sell out, yeah, I'll sell out. Well, you know, I don't know the situation between ACH and Jay Lethal. I know ACH feels some way. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. About Jay, but we've been around black people, not to say no names, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't have to put them on blast. We've been around black people that have a feeling about ACH. <laughs> it's true, it's true. You feel me? So, like, the like how the how the shoe fits on certain feet, you feel me? Like, is 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 mad different. But my thing is to say this about the, the, the whole situation is, um. I do believe that ACH uh, can go elsewhere and doesn't need WWE. But at the same time, is this not what he wanted? Now, granted, a lot I of... I mean, it's, it's, it's something that he has to decide, you know. That's, that's, that's between him and himself, and he does, he, he decides that. And it's not not necessarily wrong, no matter what he does. Right. Because if, if, if that's... Well, you do then. That's what you do. More power to you. But my thing is morally, though, with the company, um, should they have more involvement, or is it an oversight? I do believe that there's no excuse for said oversight. Now, as fans, I know I had an oversight with it, but I'm not also so enamored. I'm not so attached. Yeah, did, you know did, did it come out a month later? The T-shirt. The T-shirt came out a month ago. Month what ago, what okay. happened was, okay, so the backstory is the t shirt came out a month ago. ACH had an issue with the t shirt. Okay. Spoke up about it internally. They take it down? They took it down. So therefore you acknowledge the fact that by taking down said t shirt that what it was insensitive and ill advised. Yeah. As a company. Yeah. So that means you proved ACH valid by doing so. So by taking it down. So his initial, um, like, so his outburst is kind of validated in some essence. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Because if I came to you and you took it down, that means you saw what I saw or you heard what I told you. Uh-huh. I feel you. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. so... And in that case, I feel wrong. Right, to some for that. Degree, but to some degree, it seems intentional that they would do that. I think, but then again, they might not just understand. I mean, when I really think about it, people, man, they be doing shit and just they really don't understand what's offensive. I, I hear you, you but know? you, and, you and, can't. Tell. And if that's how he, if that's how, if that's the only way I could see him if, if working for that. So we, it's really him saying like, all right, they didn't really we, mean it we, like that. We talk about you know? we talk about business. There's no way that controversy of Gucci doesn't reach business. It's sad, though. The controversy of H&M doesn't reach other businesses. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that the controversy of Gucci and the black hoodie and the red lip outlook doesn't reach a company that produces merchandise with the artistic vision to present said Sambo character. Mm-hmm. Please, man. Bro, you create it. You design it. You edit it. You forward it. You 
printed and you upload it, fam. How many fucking steps and chain of command, bruh, did that miss? Crazy. There's no excuse for that. Now, back to us. as, as And it stems from, that's what I was saying on the podcast, I mean, on, on the Instagram. I was like, yo, it stems from the top. It's it's in, it's, it's in Vince. Like you were saying it before. It's in Vince, you know, that he, he doesn't, he's an arrogant guy. And when you have that culture. Vince is no a, one, a, and bro. It's, it's yes, men, yes, men, yes, men. No one's conscious. No, no one's pushing Vince it. Vince crazy conscious. wrestled God. The guy who wrestled God. All right. Vince was like, Yo, we need something like like we ran out of we ran out of shit to do. This is Vince. Vince said we ran out of shit to to like talk about, fight about. We need something now. And he was like, "Give me something, Patterson." I don't like that. I don't like that. Briscoe, give me something. I don't. Ah, fuck, guys. Shit. Damn it. I'm going to wrestle God. And they like, wait, what? What? What'd you say? Huh? <laughs> like, no, listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Sean's a God person, right? He's a, like, what do they call him? Christian? He's a Christian, right? Okay, listen, hear me out. Christians idolize God, right? Right? Listen. Wrestling fans idolize me. Am I not a guy? And they're like, I don't think that's how... Bruce, write it down, put it in the script. We're fucking wrestling God. Me and Shane. So, when you have a person like... Sold it. Bro, when you, sold when you have a person... Sold it. When you have a person that, like, gets to that, pre- to that level... Of arrogance. Of arrogance. He can literally probably look at a black t-shirt... Were red lips and the white spelling out of Jordan Miles and not possibly know what the fuck is wrong with the with the image at all. But it's <laughs> but that's my point. That's it's true. okay. It's okay. That's but true. we got Paul Levesque there. We got Stephanie McMahon there. Mm. We got motherfucking hell Booker T, Mark Henry. You know what I mean? Like we got somebody got it, bro. Somebody has to say something, dog. Like there's no end. Mm-hmm. But again, who, who who does everybody see it? I think because I think that decisions like this are made because Vince's DNA runs through the company. I'm not saying Vince could have never seen this too. That's how big WWE is. WWE is so it's it's. But this mistake happens when you have people that don't understand and don't. Completely, fully accept the culture and understand it. Try to get it. We've been saying this for years. Wrestling is innately, to some degree, racist. Man. So my thing for, is, for as, a, as a black wrestling fan, where do we go morally? Where do where 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 is the where is the line draw? So now Jordan Miles yeah. say, "Stand with me." Change mm-hmm. the Abby's to black, white. You change the Abby to black and white and shit like True. that. Uh, you know, um, where where do we stand morally, ethnically? With Russian, because what does it like? We're not those little kids in Saudi. Yeah, we're not. We're not women in Saudi. Yeah, like wrestling doesn't give us that esteem of hope or you know uh-huh. uh, uh, aspiration. And that's why Kofi meant so much. That's why he meant so goddamn much. Because you, 
is that one moment. And then to see things play out the way it continues to play out, it's like, man, it sucks that it's like this. It, it's in, it, you know, it's, wrestling is just funny for us. Being a wrestling fan, as just growing up black and being a wrestling fan, it's just funny. It's a funny experience. It's a funny experience, man. But we enjoy it. You know, Saudi was what it was. Shit. But do you enjoy it for going forward? Will you? Listen. But we like got, That's what I'm just saying. That's right what I'm saying. Right 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 best Mac no, no, This is what I'm saying, bro. This is why. This is why this entertainment <laughs> horror. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. And this is why the, the, the oxymoron name of Reasonable Wrestling came about, bro. There's no logic. There's no reason. You know what I mean? Um, it doesn't make sense, but nothing makes sense, bro. Well, it makes sense of it. It's just, it's just. You know what I mean? It's crazy, man. It's crazy, dog. So, um, yeah. Uh, so with that, what, what, um, what, what, what would you do with Jordan Miles going forward? What, what, what I do? What, I, I mean, there. I mean, there book, is, it, book, it, book and black. Listen, book and look, look at this. Look at this. We've been talking for for a while now. AEW, you don't have representation. You don't have somebody of color that can represent us. And you know, not it's not it's not a vast majority of people that are black on AEW. It's like three or four. What? Nah, I think honestly, I give them six. Six? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay. Six people. Six people. Uh, yeah. ACH fills a void that we've been talking about on the podcast. I mean, honestly, if you want to keep it real. So you got ACH asking for his release and going to AEW? I mean, they're probably going to extend that shit, and shit. <laughs> just to be petty. But um, if he if he did feel offended to that degree, then he would have to leave and go somewhere else where he can make money. In the AEW, they might give him give him a nice bit of money and they're on TV. You know, um, wow. I mean, does That's... he want to? Does he want to go run the, the indie circuit again? And I mean, what if, what if he what if he stays put? If he says put, then that's fine for him too. Okay, so your so your book your book in black is that your My book in black, black is, is is either if you feel that way, support other wrestling and, and wrestle you know in other places and uh, explore because wrestling is not just one place now, and that's yep. the beauty of it. That's like wrestling is in a really good place right now. So enjoy the fruits of that. Wrestling got to a place where you can be like, you know what, I really they, they did something that offended me. I can work somewhere else and make a make a bag, and and create your art where they actually get you. Because at this moving forward, how do they not, not? How do you know that they're not going to do it again, or position at you a certain way, or look at you a certain way, and not give you a fair shot? Yeah, you know, and just hold you under that thumb right there. Yeah. So I mean, there it is. I mean, but I, it, I I wouldn't blame him for staying too. I honestly wouldn't. I mean, you got you got to do what you got to do. So there, there it is, man. Um, you know, we, you know, our conversation with this is 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 the obvious conundrum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, because is it, is is very. You know, we had our talk off camera. <clears throat> Wrestling has started becoming a chore for the simple fact that we're asking for too much for our, our entertainment. And with so much at mm-hmm. our disposal for entertainment, I'm not doing it with wrestling. I'm not. So, therefore, 
We've gotten to these ruts before where mm-hmm. we've been we've done the podcast long enough to where I say, I'll come do the podcast. I'll be knowledgeable enough to do the podcast. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because we get into those pockets where it's it's, true. it's just it's an it's it's it's, it's, it's it's so uh daunting. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, and, and, and for entertainment to be that way Especially wrestling. It's like a, it's like it becomes a chore. It's, a, it's an insult. It's yeah. a, it's an ins, it was an insult. How wrestling was such so abhorrently bad. It it was it was written bad. It was produced bad. The matches were repetitive and bad. It was like what the fuck are we doing? Our women was looking at us crazy. Like we wasn't like nigga. It was all fucked up, and it was because niggas was like od lazy. You know what I mean? And my yeah. thing is, like, if my entertainment is going to come lazy, I'll cut that shit off. <laughs> so it ain't even about being a black fan, nigga. It's about a nigga. <laughs> Quit being fucking lazy, nigga. <laughs> that's that on that, No, that's man. the fucking truth, though. That's the fucking truth. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, moving on. Moving on. Uh, cause show's moving pretty quick. Um, uh, talking about Wednesday's NXT, uh, um, I was there representing the show. Uh, it was, again, it was a good show. Um, I would say it was long being there. I don't know how it looked on TV. I don't give a fuck how it looked being on TV. (laughs) I can tell you, being there, nigga, it was long. Especially, listen... Listen, Philly, Asuka and Kyrie Zane returning back to Full Sail mm-hmm. was fire. Fire. I mean, the place was on fire. They wrestled Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, and it was lengthy. Lengthy? It was lengthy. Is length. that a good lengthy or bad lengthy? <laughs> that's a, that's told, a lengthy lengthy. I told you the show was long, <laughs> nigga. And that match was lengthy, nigga. Like... <laughs> It was a good match. Bro. It was a good, bro. It was a good match. It was a great finish. Uh-huh. Uh, the crowd was hot for it. We, I mean, we knew. I mean, get the fuck out of here. Like, out of here. Team kick. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nigga, they had four knees and three of them had braces on them, nigga. Like, <laughs> there's no way they was going to put the title, bro. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Uh, listen, <laughs> we love, so love, we love y'all, man. Y'all, Shout, yo, y'all, listen, yeah. soldiers, dog, soldiers, <laughs> yeah. bro, soldiers. They are troopers, but nigga, bro. it ain't they an ACL are. between them two, oh, niggas, that, dog. That, <laughs> the badass is men that came back from. No, never said they needed. Nah, nah, that, nah, for sure. But it was a good match. They had a great performance, yeah. great psychology in the match. I would say the ending was great. Mm-hmm. The miss spot was great. Um, it's Oscar so smooth you can't even tell when it's happening. Oh, yeah, man, Yo. like you can't, you don't even, you don't even know when the yeah, mist is sure. yeah. going. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, she's not wrestling with like a packet in her mouth the whole time. Mm-hmm. But Yo, speaking of the woman on NXT, War Games. Oh, that was fine. No, listen, War Games, bro. When we was when the way announced War Games, Yo. that place erupted, dog. It's gonna be hot. So gonna be hot. we don't we um t, you know team Shayna uh, T Rhea Ripley 
Uh, that's gonna be nuts, uh-huh. man. Uh, bro, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen, but it's gonna be the first ever women's war games and wrestling. A lot of I was listening to a podcast and they were saying, in wrestling you really can't get to first ever, and women are about to have fucking two in the same month. First ever match in Saudi, mm-hmm. first ever war game. Yes. So, like, that's, that's, that's two firsts. You know what I mean? So, shout out to, like, what, like, again, the, the women are fucking stepping it up and proving their worth. And not so much like they worth, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mean it like that, but, you know, proving their their stake of what they've been, like, listen, yes. they've been they've been holding we, this flag and, like, this is what we want. Yeah. And they we speak on it all the time. Stuck that motherfucker in the ground. That shit's solid. NXT has the best women's division in wrestling. And we speak, we speak on it all the time. NXT has the best full package overall. And this is not a knock on any other women's division anywhere else in wrestling, but that crop of girls, man, they got busy. And they the thing busy. about this, listen, WWE, and, and this goes back to what Triple H, after the bell again, I'm going to shout it out. Triple H spoke about it when he said, like, you know, NXT now has the space to where instead of saying, I need this, this, and this. You know, it's what you're going to do with this because we yeah. need it. Bro, when they plucked that women's division, bro, Triple H was like, yo, just get leave me Oscar. Yeah. You know, Triple H was like, because so, she's she a tempo. He was like, she was a tempo to build and to stream the other women around. Yeah, Oscar and was look, built through that undefeated streak. And, and, she, and they needed to use her. Bro, it's and look, look, at the, look at the people who grew from that. Uh, Billy Kay and uh, Peyton Ray Royce, Ember uh, Moon, Moon, fucking Bailey got Ray over, Ray. Nia Jax got over. Uh, yep. Fucking when finally um, uh, she dropped the title, they had the uh, she dropped she dropped the titles because like nobody can beat her. And then that's when you step up and you have Shayna kind of was already in the PC and then it was ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like sure. the, and had, not, not Shayna and Oscar had a match yet. No, ooh, no. I mean, if oh my they drop the tag title, I'm just saying, if Shane is still in NXT and the Kabuki Warriors drop someday, I want to see that. Or they just hold on until Shane gets called up. But yeah, Shana yeah, that was Shane. Waiting for that match. Um, um, but yeah, War Games, War, War Games was dope. Um, also, what happened on the match? Um, and then Prompto. Breaking news: the limit, the limitless bros of Keith Lee and Matt Riddle again. Is sh- it breaking news? I mean, or is it reasonable wrestling breaking news? Oh come we, on! We, we paired them together on Keith Lee booking Black weeks ago. Yes, like like honestly, and this yes, is not the first did. time I yes, paired them. Did. Yes, we I'm did. like, yo, we we. I'm telling you, I mean, I'm they, they, listen to it, they were ta- they were a tag previously, so you know maybe they just used their chemistry. But as far as us putting it in the atmosphere. Bro, I think a lot of this, no lie, like, we got to post. We got to post. Like, if y'all pay attention to us, and y'all, y'all probably don't, uh, go just listen. We're on episode 75, by the way. Go back to episode 70. That was that was five weeks ago. We named that episode Baylor Club for no apparent reason <laughs> at all, but because we both had Baylor Club shirts on. The very next week, the premiere of NXT on USA, mm-hmm. Finn Balor, Finn shows, Balor up. shows up. I mean, listen, I spoke up Finn on the podcast up, that Tommaso Ciampa needs to somehow get the belt off of Aleister Black, and we are fucking there when he does it. <laughs> it was fucking insane, yeah, bro. It was crazy. It was nuts. It was crazy. Seeing Ciampa win the title. Yeah. 
because of the story that we we said that we wanted a Champa and Gargano, and that was going to be Mania in New York. We were going to watch it. We were going to fucking yeah, see it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. If 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 the neck held up, you know what I mean. So like, yo, uh, yeah. this yo, we it's we cool. it it's might cool. be us, man. It legit, <laughs> like I ain't even gonna. Hold. It's, it's the it's, weed. It's simple. It's the weed, man. It's simple. Yeah, you know I mean, it's simple. You know, so um, but Wednesday was a fucking great show. It was the Limitless Bros versus Undisputed. Um, of course, that ended up in the schmas. But then you know that ended up to uh, the invitation or the announcement of they more were good games. as a tag team though. They, yeah, man, they man. killed it. That was dope. That was dope. So yeah, that was that was that was a great match. That was a great match. Great episode. Uh, also, Finn comes out, gives a promo. That was a dope promo. Um, listen, they, listen. I want to rip some ass before we get done. I know we about to wrap up in a little bit. Dave Lagreca from Busted Open Podcast, but Busted Open Radio with Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, Mark Henry. You're such a fucking mark, bro. Like, you make me fucking sick, bro. I, I fucking hate listening. I hate listening to you, bro. No, I don't hate to listen no. to you. I hate listening just so I can hear the fucking ignorance come Why do you listen to him if you don't play? Because, no. fuck Rich, because Rich put me on, dog. Rich was like, oh, I listen to them because, you know, it's my offset of listening to y'all. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let me hear it. <laughs> Listen, his commentary about the Finn promo of Wednesday was so douchey and soaked in dick wash. I don't know what it is, bro. Like he, what did he say, bro? Okay, man. The the, the he was like, I don't get the promo. Why mention Bray Wyatt? I don't like him mentioning Bray Wyatt. What? Uh, if 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 you're in NXT, be in NXT. Don't mention nobody on the main what roster. The fuck? Second of all, he then says, <laughs> "Okay." He then God, says, NXT, He then talking? says, "I don't get why Finn's back in NXT. Why go after Johnny Gargano? I don't know why Johnny Gargano, who you built two years up as the biggest baby face, gets got over." I'm, and so Bully Ray simply said. Star power trumps star power. Mm-hmm. Meaning, who's the biggest star now in NXT? Dave LaGreca then said Finn Balor. So then he said, by proxy, yeah. in a program, does Gargano become a bigger star? Dave LaGreca says, no, I just want to say, <laughs> fuck you, man. Oh my God. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Speaking of Finn, it was a great promo. <laughs> I, I like the promo, man. I don't oh, know what the fuck was man. he's talking about. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. yeah man, and, and, and he definitely felt like a different vibe, too. He felt like, yo. Real shooter, baby. Yeah, it was good. Real it was shooter. Good. Um, I'm interested to see what he got going on in NXT with uh, Johnny. Uh what else happened in NXT? Is that um, that was that was it that I I kind of uh, oh um, Io Shirai and Candice LeRae had a banger yeah, of a match had... that that Poppy entrance was fucking fire too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like that that was fucking dope. Um, 
so that that was pretty much it. I put some videos up on our on our Instagram. You feel me? Uh, so follow on Reasonable Wrestling if y'all want to go see that. Um, but outside of that, it was a solid show. Like I said, it was a really solid show. Um, NXT doesn't disappoint anytime. You feel me? So um, that was it. Anything else that uh, that you want to talk about? Anything catch your eye? You watch AEW? Fuck happened over there? <laughs> Yeah, AEW, uh, I checked it out. Um, it's, I think that, honestly, what stuck out to me is that they got to go with Dean Ambrose as their, their their top dog. He he has it, like, and go with him as your top, top dog. They're really not giving me what I want from this uh, Cody, Chris Jericho thing. I told you! They're really not giving me what I, no, you told me, but uh, it's not, I'm not, they're not giving me what I want with that. So, at least, uh, it's just not... Tickling fancies, pause. It it, it it it's just what's not it's not in the spot that shit. It's like everything is you know I got a ticket, drinking the bubbly, everything is everything is a catchphrase. Like everything is the whole pro, the whole program is a catchphrase, and I'm like, okay, is there any story to this? Is there anything? Is there no. any 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 reason why this it's, is happening? It's, it's no it's story. Just, it's just okay. It's no story, uh, man. So I think Dean, and I don't know who you put him with. Uh, put him in the program with somebody because he's the he's the, the Dean's biggest star. Not no, he's not man. Listen, who is it? Kenny? K- listen, please, Ugh, please boy. listen. Honestly. If it's not gonna be Pop, it has to be Kenny Omega. And the reason why it has to be Kenny Omega is because the programs. Uh, listen, Kenny, him if him, listen, Kenny him. has Kenny 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 does. Kenny, Kenny just, Kenny's just Kenny's Kenny. No, man. listen, he can have a. Kenny's not Kenny when he's the, bro. The cleaner was a character, and it had substance because he attacked all the super juniors when he was a nasty heel. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega, the best bout machine, was a character. As I'm going to be so elegant in this ring and put on ballot masterpieces. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Kenny had Kenny can be a character. If you tell a story, my it's like um, the young bucks and Kenny are like the meme of wrestling, you know. But because we want to see that storytelling, you know, and it's like the great matches. It's very impressive. Uh, I love the young bucks. I love Kenny, but the way they approach wrestling is very um, tr- trendy, I guess. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but. We are guys who like storytelling. We, you know, and, and we're not always getting that with them. So I think that's Kenny could be that, but Dean has the potential to actually tell stories, and that's what I'm looking for at least. For, you know, I think I said it once. I'll say it again. Jericho being their first champion could have worked if his first feud was Omega. If Jericho, if Jericho brings the alpha character. On to television, that's a compelling, that's a compelling character. Dean, man. That can be that can be very uh, continuous. Jericho winning the title and like I am the first ever AEW champion. I am the reason why this happened. No one thank me. I'm the alpha of wrestling. I am him. And I Omega think he should be doing that with Cody right now. And that, they don't even do that. That, 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 that storytelling, like listen. You're the EVP, but I run this shit. And they're not really telling that. 
Mm. They're just saying Dusty Rose. We're just saying that thing, and I hate this, and I hate that about you. It's it's nothing. And if you says, listen, when it comes to AEW, this is a new company. Tell that story. Listen, I run this shit. Yeah. You can be the EVP, but I and I'll be like, okay, I'm investing in seeing Chris Jericho versus Cody. And it's just uh, everything is just it's, everything is just a meme or a gif. You know, it's not no substance behind it yet. But I give him, I give him hope. I do give him hope, honestly. I, and because they're having phenomenal matches, like the matches are killing. They're killing it. At AEW. Uh, the tag team championship match. It had, people can talk about the finish. I thought it was all right, but uh, shout out to SCU. They were the first um, yeah, AEW I, I, I will, I will uh, say, tag team champions. Yeah, shout out to SCU. I killed them. I said nobody give a fuck about us. So probably they do. People probably do listen. <laughs> I say, don't nobody give a fuck about SCU and then they make them the time champion. <laughs> I like SCU, man. Over the Lucha, like over, over, over the Lucha yeah, Bros. Honestly, honestly, I get you because that's what we say. We should, we wanted the Lucha Bros, but do, do they need it? They don't. Yes. Now? Get, bro, if you say... The, if you say the best division in AEW or the best part of AEW the is the tag division, why is it your best tag team of champions? You're right. You're right. That's true. That's true. To build off of? That's true. Th- listen, you, you build... Yo, you build shout out to... Yo. So I say it every single week. Shout out to Penta and Phoenix, but Phoenix, man. Yo. They say Grand Metal League is King of the Ropes, and I don't mean to be calling shots. You should run, but, man. Yo, Phoenix is a new king of the ropes. No, Yo, and listen, Duke is amazing. He's super amazing. And the reason why I say Kenny can run a strap is because him and Kenny, Penta and Kenny, just killed it in AAA for their title. Penta was Ooh. champion over there. Yeah. And Kenny true. and them But they already told it. a title angle with them in the AEW. But ah. they, they should have made him. Do they, do they bring him? He can bring it back. Bring man. it back. Okay. Bro, I, and shout out to the Lucha Bros. Uh, I know we mentioned Westside Gun a few times. It's a track on his, uh, um, you know, uh, I, like I said, I know we mentioned Westside Gun a few times. It's a track on the album, the new album called Lucha Bros. Okay. It's, and, I mean, it, and, and because he, he saw Ray and uh, Penta out in HOG when they performed, mm-hmm. got a drop, put it on the fucking album, mm-hmm. and fucking, so like, like everything is synergy, man. They should have won the titles. Mm-hmm. The album could have promoted the goddamn yeah. Lucha Bros, man. I don't know. I'm high, man. But yeah, man, sure, shot, man. Sure. That, that like Ray, 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 and fucking. I do want to say something. Giving credit for the Marie Morty stuff. I don't. I I didn't think that. I think they're using it the way they use the Cracker Barrel thing. I think the way they they do put brands together with their wrestling is kind of creative. I do like it. Like I thought it was gonna be a little bit over the top with Rick and Morty, but it was it was nice. Like the the rings and the ropes were like Rick and Morty, and I'm like, oh, that's dope. It's a new ring for the people who are having a new show. When I was I was like, oh, they know they had. It's a new ring. Out. Somebody can download and make on WWE 2K. I guess yeah, it's true. It's actually <laughs> a real thing they, they can do. Uh, no, um, I thought it was good branding, and it's not like. The, it wasn't like the Jenkins Father Bob thing that was, I thought. Was okay, cool. I thought so cool. that was good business from AEW. Good business. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is very. I mean, it's a cult classic. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a fucking cult phenomenon. Yeah. Um. You know, so to to have that engraved with wrestling that is right now a cult classic, a cult phenomenon, which yeah. AEW is. It's a great great partnership, great business right there to be done. 
Um, uh, go on. Anything else from Wednesdays that you want to talk about? Anything that you want to speak of on Wednesdays? Wednesdays, Wednesdays. No, no, no. That's it. Um, um I know Mondays. Great tag team. Just great, great tag team wrestling, man. I'm so, so shocked that out again. Nothing specific right now. Comes to the Mon- Monday um, was so far away that we don't even know. I just know that a lot of people. I'm a. I'm gonna say it again. OG Johnny Five, cat nigga. You said that fucking Raw was good. Man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they highlighted talents. That was a television show. That shit was trash. And my son went to sleep on that shit, man. I mean... Um, what happened on Raw? I forgot. The only thing of fucking substance I guess you can talk about is Rusev and Lana at the end where Lana said Rusev was a sex addict and whatever. Like... It, it, it's just it. it's a trash hangout. Oh yeah, it, it's, it's, it's been a trash hangout. I, I, I didn't even see that. But it, it got damn. two million views on YouTube. It's sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> no, people, man, people Bro. want that trash shit. That's that's like reality TV bullshit. You know, that's not what I want from wrestling. It sucked up. They I mean, I, I can do it with wrestling. It just got to be better. Uh, Even the reality TV shit I see is bad, but come on, like Lana and Rusev and Bobby are the three worst actors in the world. Garbage. Like, like when we talk about work, like acting, acting, and what we're trying to do, like the worst. You know, I mean, I don't want programs with these guys. I want them to go out there and kick ass. You know, because Rusev and Bobby, I don't give a fuck about all this. Uh, you, you fuck my white <laughs> shit. Take that up off of TV time, nigga. <laughs> Bro, I, I can't even really watch wrestling. I ain't got shit nigga. to do with me. <laughs> Bro, you took up 12 minutes, nigga. Talk about your bitch, dog. <laughs> oh, Yo, man. Nah, it's, mm. a, it's just not, it's not, it's not ours. Nah, it's fuck it. We'll, we, listen, Raw, do better. We'll probably remember <laughs> shit next week if something happened this week. You feel me? <laughs> That's how it be. Uh, that's how it be. Um, um, anything else, man, that you wanted to get off, that you wanted to talk about, um, you know, that you wanted nah, to make sure that... I touched on everything, man. Wrestling is a conundrum. That's to be the name of this fucking show. Wrestling is a fucking conundrum. Wrestling is a conundrum. Episode 75. In the books. There you go. We out. We some wrestling. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's it. We out. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.